Welcome everyone to Easy AI, the podcast where we demystify the world of artificial intelligence and machine learning for a non-technical audience. I'm your host, Nova, and today I'm thrilled to have the brilliant Ava Turing with us, a professional in the field of AI and machine learning. Ava, great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Nova. It's a pleasure to be here and discuss the intriguing world of machine learning algorithms. Let's dive right in. For our listeners who might be new to the topic, could you briefly explain what a machine learning algorithm is? Of course. At its core, a machine learning algorithm is a method that allows computers to learn from data and identify patterns. Unlike traditional software, these algorithms use data to improve their performance at a task without being explicitly programmed to do so. That sounds quite revolutionary. Could you perhaps give us an example of a simple machine learning algorithm? A very basic example is the decision tree. It's like playing a game of 20 questions to arrive at an answer. Based on the data you provide, the decision tree algorithm asks a series of yes or no questions to classify data or predict outcomes. That's a very clear example. With that in mind, would you say decision trees are widely used in the industry? Yes, they are quite popular because of their simplicity and interpretability. You can visualize them easily, which helps in understanding why the algorithm made a certain decision. Now, machine learning seems like a broad field. Are there different types of machine learning algorithms? Absolutely. There are primarily three types, supervised learning, unsupervised learning, and reinforcement learning. Each type has a different approach to learning from the data. Could we start with supervised learning? What is it and where might we encounter it in our daily lives? Supervised learning involves training an algorithm on a labeled data set, which means it has input-output pairs. It learns to map input to output. For example, spam filters in email use supervised learning to recognize junk mail by analyzing many examples. That makes sense. And what about unsupervised learning? How is that different? Unsupervised learning works with unlabeled data. It tries to find patterns or groupings within the data. A common example is recommendation systems, like those on streaming services, which group users with similar viewing habits to suggest new content. Fascinating. And finally, reinforcement learning. What role does that play in the world of AI? Reinforcement learning is quite different. It's about taking suitable actions to maximize rewards in a particular situation. It's used in robotics, for instance, where a robot learns to navigate its environment by trial and error. Now that we understand the types, let's talk specifics. What are some of the most popular machine learning algorithms out there? One of the most popular is the neural network, especially deep learning models. They are ideal for complex tasks like image and speech recognition. Another popular algorithm is support vector machines, which are great for classification tasks. Neural networks sound like a piece of the future. Could you unpack that term for us? Neural networks are inspired by the human brain's neural structure. They consist of layers of interconnected nodes or neurons that can learn complex patterns. Deep learning just refers to neural networks with many layers, enabling them to learn even more intricate structures and data. That's pretty cutting edge. How about support vector machines? What makes them special? SVMs are especially known for their effectiveness in high dimensional spaces. That means they're really good at classifying data with many attributes. 
They work by finding the best boundary that separates data points of different classes. With these powerful tools, how do we measure the success of a machine learning algorithm? The most straightforward measure is accuracy, the percentage of predictions the algorithm gets right. However, there are many other metrics like precision, recall, and the F1 score, which consider not just the hits, but also the misses and false alarms. Accuracy is key, of course. Could you explain precision and recall in simple terms? Sure. Precision measures how many of the instances the algorithm identified as positive are actually positive. Recall, on the other hand, measures how many of the actual positive instances the algorithm identified correctly. Got it. Now, many of our listeners might be curious about how these algorithms are created. Could you touch on that process? It typically involves several steps. You begin with data collection, which needs to be representative of the problem you're trying to solve. Then you move on to data pre-processing, where you clean and prepare the data. After that comes choosing an algorithm and training the model. Lastly, you test and refine the model for better performance. From data to a working algorithm, that's quite a journey. When training these models, how do we ensure they're not biased? That's a great question. Bias can be introduced in many ways, often through the data itself. To minimize it, we must ensure the data is diverse and inclusive. Additionally, we can use techniques like cross-validation to check the model's performance on various subsets of data. Can you give me an example of cross-validation? Sure. One common method is k-fold cross-validation. Imagine you split your data into 10 parts, train your model on 9 of those, and test it on the last one. You'd repeat this process 10 times, each time with a different part as the test set. This helps ensure the model performs well across all the data. That sounds quite thorough. In terms of resources, what does one need to implement machine learning algorithms? At a basic level, you need the data to train on, a computer with enough computational power, and the software or a platform to build and train the models. TensorFlow and PyTorch are two of the most popular frameworks for implementing machine learning algorithms. Speaking of frameworks, could we take a moment to talk about TensorFlow and PyTorch? How do they differ? TensorFlow, developed by Google, is known for its production-ready tools and scalability. PyTorch, which Facebook backs, is lauded for its ease of use and dynamic computation graph, which enhances developer friendliness and flexibility. Does one need to be a programmer to work with these tools? It certainly helps to have some programming background, especially in languages like Python, which are common in the AI community. However, with today's resources and the rise of no-code platforms, it's becoming more accessible for non-programmers to experiment with machine learning as well. Accessibility is indeed growing in the field. Many listeners might wonder, what's the next big thing in machine learning algorithms? One area gaining momentum is AutoML, or Automated Machine Learning, which aims to automate the entire process of applying machine learning to real-world problems. It's making machine learning far more accessible and could transform how non-experts can leverage AI. AutoML could be a game-changer, indeed. As we start wrapping up, could you offer any advice for people looking to start learning about machine learning algorithms? Start with the basics. Get comfortable with statistics and probability, understand the types of machine learning, and then dive into specific algorithms. Online courses can be a great resource, and don't forget hands-on practice, which is crucial. Ava, your insights have been truly invaluable. 
Thanks for joining us today on Easy AI and for shedding light on machine learning algorithms in such a relatable way. It's been an absolute pleasure, Nova. I encourage your listeners to keep exploring and learning. The field of machine learning is vast and exciting with limitless potential. Thank you for having me. To our listeners, that was Ava Turing sharing her expertise in the field of AI and machine learning. We'll be back with another episode soon, but for now, stay curious and keep learning. Goodbye.